so I'm just trying to explain that to get into all these big companies, you don't have to, don't think you have to have done something gigantic. Even in the little things, you use Excel to like automate something that an average person does manually. That's yeah. innovation and creativity, to be honest. Then I also yeah. explained that I had like. That was the voice of Temilade Adelakun, aka the Thames of Product Marketing. Temi is a product marketing starter who recently landed her very first product marketing role at Google. If you want to know how she did this and also learn about Google's Associate Product Marketing Program, then tune in, listen, take notes, and of course, enjoy. Hi, Tammy. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to finally have you. Thank you, Tiana. I'm so excited to be here as well. Yes. Now, this episode is extra special and it's no offense to my other lovely guests because Tammy and I have a bit of history. You know, we're in the same post-grad program and (laughs) let me just tell you guys, Tammy is a hustler. Okay. When you say... When you say spirit, Temi is A plus plus plus. You understand? So yes. I actually don't have a choice. My father is in Dangote. So (laughs) you know now, you know. Anyway, I'm just so glad that you made time for this. Thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you also for doing this for I mean the product marketing community in Africa. Thank you for I mean prioritizing this. Sure, sure. Thank you. So, as is our tradition, we'll start with some some icebreakers, you know, our mood setters, before okay. we delve, before we delve into the discussion proper. So, are you good to go? Sure, sure. Bring it on. Awesome. Now, let's say you're, you know, hanging out with some friends on a very fine day. Are you having tea, coffee, or wine? What's your mm-hmm. poison? Tea, coffee, or wine? Mine yes. will be ice cream. <laughs> yeah. This is how you to say jump question. <laughs> well, mine is going to be ice cream, but now it looks like if I am to like restrict myself to just the three things you have said, tea, coffee, yeah. or wine, uh, it's definitely going to be a non-alcoholic wine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my favorite. Do you prefer remote, hybrid, or in-office work? Oh, definitely hybrid. Okay. And the reason why I was able to like answer this question pretty fast is something that's I mean, I've asked myself a lot of times. And I do because sometimes I honestly just want to work from home. I don't want to like go to the office maybe by I mean having to go through traffic and the stress of having to wake up, to dress up, get out of my house and things like that. Sometimes I prefer to I mean just work from the comfort of my home. And then the reason why I also like to find myself physically present in the offices, I feel like we connect more with people when we like get to see them face to face. And that's why, like I said, this episode is super special because we've both connected, like I mean, physically for like yeah. about nine months plus, and now we are having this conversation. So I, I like to connect with my colleagues like physically once in a while. So that hybrid thing where sometimes I get to work from the office, sometimes I get to work from home, works perfectly for me, to be honest makes sense that makes a lot of sense okay so what is one word that defines you 
not a phrase with just one word Jesus is this an interview (laughs) well one word that describes me hmm uh curious okay because I'm naturally curious I always like to know the why the how don't just don't just give it to me and expect me to accept I have to like understand very well before I just accept anything so I'm I'm really curious so curious is a word that describes me yeah i agree with that i mean <laughs> the temi i know is madame want to know oh my god she will drill you <laughs> okay what would you say is your product marketing superpower hmm. mm-hmm. my product marketing superpower um i'm trying to i'm honestly trying to think because again product marketing for me it's just it's just been I mean, five months-ish. Mm-hmm. But if I'm to talk about my superpower, say I'm very customer-focused. Okay. Uh, this could maybe be as a result of my product management experience or maybe just my friendly personality of always wanting to, like, you know, connect with people. So being customer-focused is, like, my superpower. Interestingly, as of last week, I was on a call with, like, I called, like, about 10 of my friends asking them things like, hey, guys, World Cup is coming. What do you want from Google search as relates to World Cup? And that's because I just want to be sure that whatever is happening on like Google search is something my customers want in code. So to answer in like one sentence, I'm very customer focused. And that's my product marketing superpower. (laughs) Yeah, that is one that you need as a product marketer. So it makes sense. Makes sense. So um, I understand that you're at the very you know early stages of your product marketing career right yeah so to have this to have this you know opportunity to kick things off at a multinational company is just is beyond incredible honestly it's just you know mind-blowing right because i've had guests who have told me that oh their dream is to work at a multinational as a product marketer right so it's like you you're already living the dream you get <laughs> so i mean how has it been so far for for you working at google as a product marketer how has it been so far uh honestly it has been um a great experience i i wouldn't deny that um because again it's everybody really just wants to work for like a global company and then having to work with like super smart folks I, I work with my colleagues in the uk in the us in singapore it's just like very exciting getting to like we all have like our different strengths and we're all like pulling our strengths together to like work on impactful products so i'll say yes very exciting i like the global experience i think honestly above all the facts that i'm working on like an impactful product is what even gets me excited i wake up each day I know that whatever I'm working on is, I mean, blessing lives, millions and billions of lives all over the world. So yeah, it's it's been great. Like I, I like great is just great is even an understatement because I've been wowed a number of times while I am there because there's like a very good structure. So it's not like I'm having to like, I mean, there's a just structure. Whatever I want to learn, there's a structure readily available for, for me. It's just for me to like, I mean ensure that i'm eager to learn the the much the more hunger you have the more you will get if you just come very bland and you don't have expectations or you have nothing to learn if you are very thirsty to learn there is a lot to learn there's a lot to unlearn there's a lot to relearn and then yeah that's a great 
attitude towards work. I love it. Now, I saw a quote somewhere which said, marketing is like sex. Everyone thinks they're good at it. And that got me wondering, what got you interested in product marketing in the first place? Because I know that you have an engineering background. Mm. So what picked your interest in product marketing? Good question. So I would say that I am an accidental product marketer. So it's, it's two things. Number one, I got into it by accident. And also the fact that I was also clear on the type of job I wanted. I wasn't very rigid, but I was clear on the type of job I wanted in the sense that I wanted a job that is customer facing. I wanted a job that is sort of like in the intersection of business, tech and management. I wanted a job that involves data. I wanted a job that involves strategy and operation. I wanted a job that I could see the impact. So I had like, I didn't have like, this is what I want to do. Like I want to be a this, but I knew like things I wanted the kind of job I'll be doing day on a day to look like. So for me, mine was at some point, I was very rigid about product management. Like I was super, super rigid about product management such that even when the product marketing opportunity came, I was like, nah, I'm already working as a product manager. What do I want to use product marketing to do? And at some point, let me be very honest. I felt, I just assumed that product marketing was going to be come and buy, come and buy, come and buy. I'm trying to like let people like buy. I'm trying to sell. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Then yeah. at some point, at some point, I started watching so many a day in the life of a product marketer. At this a day in the life, I realized that product marketing was way more fun than I thought it was. And then, just like I said, things I wanted, it's product marketing ticks some of the important boxes I want, which is that it's customer facing. It has that intersection of business tech and management. Sometimes it involves data, involves working on strategy, getting some operations right. And then again, so I would say that what inspired me into product marketing was Again, I fell into it accidentally. Maybe when I share my story about I got into Google, you understand what I mean by I fell into yeah. it accidentally. Um, it fits some of my important boxes of what I want to do on a day-to-day. I see. Interesting. And you know what? It's not just you, actually. I found that for most of my guests on the podcast, the road to product marketing was not pre-planned, right? Hmm. It was mostly a journey of self-discovery that then led to discovering product marketing and then being in product marketing and i think that that's what even makes you all you know badasses in product marketing because you've come to a point where you're doing what you love to do and getting better and better as you go on that journey right i agree with you because again when i've asked like so many questions on how they go into product marketing majority of them going to it accidentally to be honest it's not like maybe when they woke up they planned oh i want to be a product marketer yeah true true so now that you're a product marketer right let's say your your seven-year-old nephew or niece comes to you and says "Mm, auntie tell me what do you do for a living (laughs) how would you how would you simplify or explain your role to this seven-year-old nephew or niece of yours again this feels like an interview no, it's not. <laughs> okay, let me see. So I know that I have like, I mean, I have so many very young, um, I don't have like a nephew or a niece, but I mean very young cousins. So if one of them just says, hey, entertain me, what do you do? <laughs> okay. So I think that because again, I want to ensure that it's something that the child can relate with. So I know that 
an average seven years old, depending on maybe the gender, I would be interested in something like Indomie, Milo, Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll say, like, oh, you remember that Milo advertisement you watched or that you like, or that Indomie advertisement, Mama do good or something advertisement mm-hmm. that you like so much. That thing, they describe it on TV to make you look like, oh, when you take Indomie, you become smarter, you become like the best in class. When you drink Milo, you take Capricorn. So that's what I do. I help you understand and create stories around how some of these things you eat, maybe your Indomie, your Milo, your Capricorn, how amazing they are, what what they could do to your life or your destiny or things like that. So I think that's how I relate to several years. I'll relate it to that thing the child likes. Maybe it's Milo, it's Ribena. I'll say, so this Ribena you drank, you know, you saw the advertisement on the television, I told mommy to buy it for you. So the person that created the had that made Maltina or Ribena very appealing to you to want to, that's my work, to make products very appealing to you. So yeah, I wouldn't bring it from a tech standpoint because a seven-year-old this product has maybe a drink or a food, they don't see, maybe they might not understand that. I mean, a software product is a product product. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure that once you mention Indomie, Milo, and Caprisome, <laughs> they'll get the gist of it. Yeah. So it makes sense. That works. Now, let's come to the top question on everyone's mind, which is how in the world, how did you do it? How did you position yourself to land this role at Google? And please, eh? break it down for us step by step okay because we're all taking notes right now i can literally spend a day talking about how i got my google job so i think for me um so back to then this will, this will explain the part i mentioned being like an accidental thing so at some point i was honestly actively looking for a job at some point this year but i was very strict on product management and that was because i had taken so many product management courses. I was just bent on being a product manager. And the good thing is, at some point, I got the product management job with a startup and I was very happy. Then I think the week I was to resume with that startup, I just saw that someone reached out to me on LinkedIn. And the person was like, hey, she's a recruiter at Google. Uh, she has, she feels that my profile fits the associate product marketing manager or blah, blah, blah. I should let her know if I'm interested. I saw it and I'm like, oh, it's Google. Yes, I'm excited. It's product marketing. What's product marketing? And by the way, I just got the product management job. So what am I looking for? So honestly, I, in my head, I was like, okay, I think I hear a couple of my friends mention product marketing. I would just reach out to them to know if they're interested. Then I would just reply to the and tell her, oh, thank you so much for reaching out to me. But I don't think I'm interested, but I have people I can refer. That was what I just wanted to say. And then I call, I have like some senior friends at Google and I call one day and I'm like, hey, can you even help me confirm that this person that reached out to me is real? I hope it's not a scammer. So I, mm. I, see, I see the name of the recruiter, he checks and he's like, oh yeah, she's very real, she's a recruiter in the Paris office. I'm like, ah, interesting, what's going on here? So I explained mm. to him that, hey, this thing happened, but I want to decline. I don't think I'm interested in product markets because I, have, I really don't have much idea on what that is. Then my friend is like, mm, do you really want to go that route? Why not just tell her a yes? If you tell her a yes and you go through the application phase and you don't get the job, your product management job is actually still waiting for you. You don't have anything to lose by telling her a yes and going through the application process. For her to enter your LinkedIn DM, there mm-hmm. must also be something that she would see on your profile and things like that. And I was like, hmm, that's not a bad idea. My friend seems to be very smart. So I was like, okay, 
let's go on. So I reply and I'm like, oh yes, I'm interested. And then that was how the conversation started. It was actually like for I think four stages of I mean communication interview where like we talk, they ask a question, I reply. And there was one that was written interview. There was a part they did something called um um interview packet. Well, it was just like two months, like different stages of interesting interviews and things like that. And then I finally got the job. But there are two things I want to highlight from here. The first thing is the fact that what was the major convincing factor for me was that product marketing aligns around all the things I will even do as a product manager and things that are customer facing intersection of business tech and management involves data strategy and operations and things like that. And aside that I knew that as a product marketer, I will end up having to also interface with product managers. So it's not like I'm very far from product yeah. management in quotes. And then I think that along the line, so what I did, because I know you're wondering, okay, is it just magic you got the job? Didn't you prepare and things like that? So I know that I reached out to a few friends that were product marketers for like different startups. I tried to reach out to people who were product marketers at Google as well, just to like maybe get mm-hmm. advice. Some replied, some did not reply, which is like very fine. People are very busy. Some people are also very conscious of not just, of, of that. Some people are just very careful. So, but again, through ad- a friend, a friend was applying. I had a friend was applying as, for a product marketing role at maybe Meta or something at that time. So he explained that I could try a, I should, I should try um, a. There's a platform called Try Exponent or something. So I got like a subscription. A friend got me a subscription. So I was using that to prep. At some point, the prepping was very overwhelming, and I had to tell myself that I needed to ensure that I wasn't overreading or over preparing. So I, I just myself what are the core things they really needed from me and i need to be able to have clear explanation on all of these things so i kind of like scaled down my reading to i was able to like demonstrate to them that i had analytical experience by saying oh i have um, python skills i've worked as a data analyst before i was also able to demonstrate to them that i developed and i understand what it means to develop a strategy so i've not worked as a product marketer or a marketer before but i've worked as a programs manager where I've worked on so many strategy documents and executed them. I also, one important thing was I was able to clearly explain that I understood Google's product, which is very important because you have to understand the product you want to market. So I honestly did a lot of internal reading on different Google products. I was able to like talk about that during my interview. I also was able to explain that I understood like tech trend, who are Google's major on different products, what differentiates Google's from this computer and things like that. I also was able to like explain to them that I'm very innovative and I have creative problem solving abilities. This is not, I don't mean I told them I built, I built a metaverse or something. It's just even in the little things. Oh, how I used Excel to yeah. automate something. Just being very, my, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to explain that to get into all these big companies, you don't have to, don't think you have to have done something gigantic. Even in the little things, you used Excel to like automate something that an average person does manually. That's yeah. innovation and creativity, to be honest. When I also yeah. explained I had like a, global mindset because google is a global company they need to be sure that if your colleague is in india if your colleague is in singapore you can relate well with them so i I was able to like emphasize that that i could think across disciplines industries cultures and scenarios and again i I had to like explain i had passion for marketing for tech i can think creatively and have leadership skill leadership skill is very important for any role in any company whether multinational or startup you have to be able to demonstrate at least for the past few years of your life Mm-hmm. You should have all your data demonstrated leadership skills. It could even be as little as I'm the first child of the family. 
and as the first child I've, I've done though i'm not the first child of my family by the way i'm just like creating very simple because sometimes when i'm preparing for interview i try to look for the big big english and no 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 it's not all of that even in the little thing i'm the first child of my family being a first child of like six siblings i have to do abc you've demonstrated leadership skills and as a product market i think the last now emphasizes there has to be that written and verbal communication skill. that was like for me there was a written interview for me where i think i had to write a blog post or something so that written and verbal communication skill was also very important so all of these things plus god's grace got me the job so yeah yeah definitely a sprinkle of grace right there that was so helpful and just very well detailed thank you so so much for sharing you're welcome you know i saw somewhere that google's hiring acceptance rate is 0.2 percent hmm. so i tell you girl it's no mean feat that you're here okay so well done Nagodo. <laughs> okay so you've answered this question to an extent, but I want to I want to dig deeper. Mm? Mm. What are some skills that you think gave you an upper hand in landing this multinational role with Google? So I think that again, most of my interviews were very conversational. <laughs> I didn't come I didn't come making it look like a you act I made it like I mean very very conversational mm-hmm. i wouldn't i think i've highlighted the skill but above having like a conversational interview is very important to i think i was constantly always emphasizing in my in my conversation i'll use um google's product as an example oh i read the financial statement last year but that um, i read it online that was published on this list on the on the blog so i was always emphasizing that i understood like i, I mean i made it i made it look like oh i understood the internal and external things happening based on because i've been doing i've been doing like internal readings i mean i've been doing readings about google for like a while even before i got the job i'm i am up to date on what is happening on the products on the app so i think that that's one major thing that really got all the different interviewers i had it really got them like excited and i, and I showed that I was a self-starter so again at the beginning of every interview hear me say i have never worked as product marketing manager before but I can clearly assure you that I have almost all the skills to be a good product market. I have transferable skills. So I was always emphasizing that as well, that, hey, at some point where I wanted to develop this, I volunteered to do ABC. Like, so training that self-start ability was very, I believe it was very, okay. again, I, I don't know what the remarks my interviewers gave. But I believe yeah. that understanding Google as a company, some of the major products and showing that I was a self-starter, was very key into like having like a very good conversation with most of the interviewers. Interesting. My dear product marketing starters, I hope you're all taking notes because this girl is just dropping gem after gem. Okay, I'm blushing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your specific title is Associate Product Marketing Manager. Yes? Yeah. I don't think I've had any associates as guests before. So what do what do associates do? And how is it different from non-associates in product marketing? Okay. So um again, I feel that in every company, when you say associates, yeah. it kind of like means like, oh, a junior junior, like maybe it means like a junior PMM. 
Though at Google, it doesn't necessarily mean junior PMM because you're literally doing like, you're working on corporate projects, to be honest. Mm -hmm. As an associate, you have to own projects on your own. But mm -hmm. I'm confident in the sense that you're like the first level of PMMs. But I want to like, I want to break this down from, like, I mean, from a Google standpoint. Using, I don't know what associate means, like maybe other companies. From yeah. in Google, the difference between what makes like an associate product marketing manager and a product marketing manager is that the associate program which i am in is like is basically designed for people who want to work in marketing so maybe you want to work in marketing of course there's a limit in terms of age and terms of work of experience if you already have over two years work experience in anything you can't qualify to join the associate pmm program at google so, and then there's also an age cap. I can't remember what the age cap is, but there's also like an age limit. At a particular age, you can't just say you want to become an associate PMM. And this, I call, we call it APMM. That's what we call So there's APMM, there's PMM. I mean, the APMM program, which is like the first level of being a marketer at Google. Then there's the PMM. Of course, it doesn't mean that when you want to join Google, you have to start from being an APMM. No, if you've worked as a product marketing manager in a different place, you could come in as a PMM straight, but there are different levels of there are different different levels of PMM. There's PMM. There are like different levels to this thing. But the associate, <laughs> the I mean, is the foundation in marketing in Google. And for Google, the goal of this APMM program is just to develop next generation marketers who would I mean you steer key projects. So this particular one is like a program, and whenever you start, you have to start in your country. If you're in Rwanda, if you're in Kenya, you have started in Kenya. If you're in South Africa, you have started in South Africa. And if you, after like one and a half months, once you think you enjoy the program, then you can rotate to a different country to have like APMM to continue the APMM program. But there are some people that after one and a half months, they feel like, oh no, I don't think I like marketing. I don't think marketing is for me. And then they leave, maybe they leave the company to a different company to do something else entirely. You see people leave the APMM program to become software engineers, people live to become product managers. As that last week, while on LinkedIn, I saw one of the APMMs in the US, he left APMM to become APM, to join associate product marketing. I mean, associate product management rather. So it's just a, it's a way to say, are you, this is what marketing looks like at Google. Are you interested or not? So after like two years plus, you graduate to become a PMM. But between that, month zero and one and a half one and a half years or month zero and month 18 you are trying to yeah. decide if marketing is really for you but i think the highlight for me about the apmm program is that depending on your interest you could work on maybe brand marketing you could work on product marketing you could work on growth marketing and the basic goal is you have to ensure that you are demonstrating how google's products and services addresses problem and the highlight again about the program is that it offers like a wealth of learning and growth opportunities through there are so many speaker events you join as an APMM that is just for APMMs only so many mm -hmm. training and so many mentorship opportunity and again it's not limited so you don't have to have a marketing background some people are economists some people are in the arts field some people are English majors you just have to be passionate about tech and I mean about maybe making impact and things like that so Again, I want to be emphasized that this is like the first level marketing program at Google Lines for you to, after one and a half years, you decide if you want to like progress in the APMM program or you want to like move to a different team in Google or you want to even leave Google entirely to like a different, um, a different um, company. But most people always most times advance to continue the APMM program and they end up becoming 
PMM, senior PMMs, and a couple of other people actually even leave because they feel that, oh, after one and a half years as an APMM, I don't think marketing is for me. I just want to yeah. leave. So, yeah. Hmm. I really like the approach because it gives you a chance to gauge where your interest lies, right? And then how to move forward. So, great stuff. Great stuff. Now, I recommend to anyone, to be honest, the APMM program. Yeah, definitely. Jump on that. <laughs> okay. Now, being a newbie, there is always, always, in any field, there's a lot to learn for newbies. So what skills are you focused on learning for the next, say, three to six months or even a year? Mm, good question. So again, because this is like my very first marketing experience, I honestly want to like act this product marketing thing very well, such that in the next one year, I wouldn't be able to like let imposter syndrome kick me in the butt and i'm like yes i can be like i can like you can ask me any question from a product marketing standpoint and i'll be able to answer besides that again along i mean other things i like to like i mean other skills i like to gain along like the core product marketing skills is growth marketing as well as storytelling so i feel i would say storytelling i'll still put that under like product marketing because as a product marketer you have to like know how to tell stories very well that appeal to your customers so that one i believe i'll learn from product marketing. but growth marketing as well as amplifying like and ensuring that we have more users who are retained on a particular product funnel so i'll say growth marketing is one other thing i'm looking to like learn with my product marketing experience in the next one here makes sense those are two fantastic skills for any product marketer so yes excellent choices well, all the best, all the best with those, you know, with your learning and growing. We are rooting for you here at PM Starter. So yes, all the best. Thank you. <laughs> we all know that product marketing is still emerging in African companies. And you've mentioned some great stuff happening at Google, you know, like the Associates Product Marketing Program. So what else have you seen or noticed that we in Nigeria and in Africa can adopt and adapt to our local context, particularly in the product marketing space. All right. So, for example, <laughs> companies like big companies like Google, like, I mean, there is enough structure and, I mean, funds. But I mean, funds in terms of, for example, there are some products where I am not the only product marketer on it, where like about two, three, there's a brand marketer on it. I am there as a product marketer. Someone else is there has, maybe an ads marketer. We have like mm -hmm. a data science team on that particular project as well. We have mm -hmm. like a sales team on that particular project as well. But when I reflect on like, I mean, startups, and I understand why startups have to be like that because they are most time bootstrapping and they don't yeah. have like enough bandwidth or financial bandwidth to like maybe, um, maybe um, employ people for the different things. Again, sometimes they say it's good to wear many hats as a product marketing manager. But I feel that your creative juice is better when you like, you're not the one thinking of the data part as well as thinking on the social media part and thinking on the sales part. Like if it's, if it's very possible, let the product marketing manager's work be very distinct or be very well structured, so, sort of, so that they have like enough energy and they have, of course, their energy on 
one or two things and then of course they are doing like five different things they are the one on the data part trying to explore what's happening on mixed panel they are the one on social media trying to show that the pink is the real pink they are the one like it's just a lot for a product marketer in a startup to and i've not worked as a product marketer in a startup before to be honest but i feel that organizations like by google and a couple of other big companies are they ensure that their product managed marketers are well structured and defined the roles are well structured and defined compared to like smaller companies again i say i understand why smaller companies have to do that because they are bootstrapping but again there's a way we can like make this work try to not lay your product marketer have having to like carry like 10 roles on their head if possible try to maybe limit to just maybe two or three things like possibly not maybe the brand the product and maybe maybe the sales like try to just break it down not that they are the same person yeah. as your social media manager the same sure. person or person doing events like it's just a lot the product team is a very key team in any company whether it's multinational or a startup the product team is a very key i, I would say it's most likely even like the the engine sort of of a company so the more you make it well structured and defined the better for the team as well as the company in general so i would say that they could emulate other big multinational companies and try to have more structure than just having one person taking the role of like 20 people hmm. very true well said temi well said and you know what several of my guests have alluded to this issue of product marketers being made to to juggle so many roles which is not a bad thing but then sometimes it just becomes too much yeah yes so now i'm wondering how much is too much you guess maybe that should be an episode yeah <laughs> i'm glad to hear that other um product marketers you've had on the call also align with me so the spirit is one yes <laughs> okay so for fresh graduates who are looking to break into tech and product marketing in particular what advice would you like to dish out to them so um the part of tech is one thing like i mean breaking into tech is one thing breaking into like product marketing again is another thing so i would say for like let me start from tech standpoint then i need you to down to like i mean product marketing so for someone who is like very new i want to break into tech one thing i want you to know is that a career in tech is like a career that is without boundaries there are so many different job roles and opportunities in the tech ecosystem and it is very huge so regardless of your strengths regardless of the weaknesses you have there is always something for you to do in tech you like writing it could be a technical writer like it's always something for you to do in tech but one thing i would say is you should always know yourself and know what you want don't just do something at some point i remember i wanted to be a machine learning engineer <laughs> because that was that was always like the buzzword there yeah. machine learning. But again you have to know yourself and know what you want remember i know you have i must have said it about two or three times while during this podcast that i knew things i wanted to do i want something that's customer facing i want something that allows me to use data i want something that allows me to do strategy like know what you want what do you like have left for yeah. and aside that please do your research do your research before now even before i joined google as a product market i watched so many a day in the life of a day in the life of like check <laughs> in the life whatever i want to become does it like relate well with you? is it something you enjoy then again uh -huh. connect your skills and the future you have in mind to the path you want to take 
what skills do you presently have now that you can connect to there are hundreds of roles in tech what skills do you have that you can connect to one of the roles ask people presently in that role questions you want to be a product market and you've not listened to this podcast are you joking <laughs> like i mean ask tell them questions. tell them <laughs> <laughs> listen to people who have gone down this path before you like dip your legs into it and again join communities i, I would never under emphasize or estimate the importance of communities they have helped my life a lot build projects and talk about it whatever you've done you you've done a campaign or i, I even know for people who want to become like you are ux designers you see them say oh i just did like a revamp of what Piggy vest should look like, or what carry wall should look like. You'll post it on LinkedIn, pack the founders. They might not give you a job because of that, but again, when you want to like apply for a future job, that'll be very relevant. That oh, yeah. something like breaking down what the UI UX of a particular production. So whenever you work on something, you want to be a data analyst, talk about it. You wrote hello word, make noise about the word. I did this. I like, talk about it. <laughs> and above yeah. all, I'll say like be very consistent. Consistency is very key. I won't, I won't, I won't lie and say that, oh, the journey is very smooth, everything will be fine. No, there are sometimes you are, you're literally asking yourself that, what, is that? what have I gotten myself into? But again, just days you have to take a break, take yeah. that break, but consistency is like very, very key. Now to someone who wants to be like a product marketer, I believe that for what I've said so far, I don't have like a marketing experience. I have a mechanical engineering background. I've worked briefly as a data analyst as a programs manager and briefly as a product manager i've never done anything product marketing but i think that what is very key to get a product marketing job is you being able to tie all the previous experiences you have had to into into the role oh i've not led a campaign but while i was in school i organized an event for 50 people this was what i learned from that event this was what so being able to tie all the previous experiences you've had into the skills required from for the role. There's nothing you've done that is not a transferable skill. So yeah, I give an example of just, oh, I am a first child of my family and as a result of that, I have leadership skill. You can tie almost everything you've done to yeah. something something around the skills required. And I think that also like, if you have the opportunities like intern as a product marketer, please <laughs> do it. Well, I know there's yeah. this noise around intern for free or don't intern for free. I think my own, know what you want. For example, I want to intern for free for someone. I'm sure that maybe if that six months I'm, I'm I'm working with the organization, I'll make sure I do a lot that I can put on my resume that can get me like a better job. I wouldn't answer the question intern for free or do intern for free. That's not even a conversation on this podcast. But again, if you get internship opportunities, do them as a product marketer because by the time you're like applying for like the big jobs you really want, you have enough transferable skills or experience to talk about. And above all, keep shooting that shot. To be honest, I think maybe I'm just privilege such that this is my first shot at products marketing and i'm getting the job even if yeah. you apply you don't get it keep pushing while i was applying for product management i can assure you that i got like over 10 rejections and then i finally got in one year so consistency is like very key don't give up it's not always a smooth journey yeah and above all honestly just have fun ensure that it's a job or a product you like and then have fun as you are building that's what i will say I mean, Tammy, you have shared so many vital lessons, not just for starters, but for all these two in tech and in product marketing. So thank you so, so much, really. You're welcome. And now to my final question, which I've asked every single guest in series two. 
if you could be a product marketer at any company of your choice, aside Google, of course, which company and what product or service would you choose and why? Okay, if I cannot choose Google again. So I would say maybe Apple or Microsoft or Amazon. But I think that I think that for me, what's very important for me, and I'm being very honest, is a tech company that has a good product has a clear mission and is key on creating impact or value then i'm fine it could be a startup i don't mind but if i just it has to just be a tech company that has a very good product and the mission and vision is like very clear even to me and it's creating impact or value so it could be google again it could be microsoft it could be apple it could be just a new startup that is just starting as long as for me there is a good product with a good vision and a clear mission and it's creating impact of value and then i see the leaders i see that okay they also they're very like they, they they are very empathetic and they have like direction then i'm fine so i, I i'm not sure i think i didn't answer the question the way you wanted but that's honestly my response to you so then like i'm very rigid on a particular company but if i'm to pick yeah. one more again it's definitely going to be a google again or maybe apple or microsoft all right i see so you always aim for the big guns, right? But but impact is very, very close to your heart, yeah? Very, 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 very close to my heart. Impact is very, very key to my heart. All right. I love it. Wow, Tammy. Yeah. This is where we draw the curtains. Thank you so, so much, Tammy, for being here. I've I enjoyed speaking with you and I've gained so much wisdom. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing so much knowledge. Thank you. Thank you, Tiana. I also had fun, to be honest. I honestly also had fun. <laughs> Do enjoy your day and have a restful weekend. You too. Bye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. If you did, please share with aspiring and professional product marketers. We're just getting started, so we'd love to hear your feedback. If you would like to be on the podcast, please drop a note via LinkedIn. Thanks again and have a great morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are.